And we're back on the Long Balls Golf Podcast from Berman Golf. Dr. Jake Berman here. We've had some technical difficulties this week. So in order to keep the frequency up, I robbed Peter to pay Paul from our other podcast, the Berman Method Podcast, where we are talking all about how we had the first group program at Bears Paul Country Club. So check this podcast out. And hopefully we get these technical difficulties straightened out and we'll be back to our regularly scheduled episodes with my co-host Jan next time. All right. Thanks, guys. We're going to go with golf, but specifically we're going to talk about my golfers at Bears Paw Country Club that I just wrapped up doing the 12-week group golf performance program with them. Cool. That sounds fun. How many groups did you have? We had two groups, nine people total, so a group of five and a group of four. It was my first time ever doing a group golf performance session, so I didn't really know what the outcome was going to be because still to date, we have a 100%, 100% success rate with our golfers that we're working one-on-one with in the office. Mm-hmm. And the success rate is for helping them increase distance off the tee. I was just going to ask that. What does success mean? Yeah, specifically increasing distance off the tee. There's not a single person that we work with one-on-one in our office who has not gained distance off the tee. Who's gone through the entire golf performance program? The people that are coming for the one-offs, yeah, of course, they're they're hit or miss, <laughs> literally. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> and figuratively. But every single person that has gone through the entire golf performance program has gained distance off the tee. What is the golf performance program in the office? Is it also 12 weeks? Well, the weeks is negotiable. It's the contact hours that we found is most important, meaning that We need 24 contact hours to get the results. For example, Pete was another one of my test pilot study guys that back in January, I tested the theory, is it the amount of or the length of time or is it the amount of contact hours? So with Pete, I condensed the 24 contact hours into three and a half weeks. So it was really intense in a very short amount of time, and we were successful. We still gained distance off the tee, a significant amount off the tee, actually. I forget the statistics exactly. However, we've got other people that choose to do it in 12 weeks. So the amount of weeks is negotiable. If you want to get it done quicker, let's do it quicker. If you want to do it longer, let's do 12 weeks. We're not going to take more than 12 weeks, though, because we've got to have at least twice a week. But it's 24 hours. It's 24 contact hours. Got it. Yep. Got it. So we took that base model that I know works because we've been doing it for over two years now and applied it to a group setting. And again, I didn't know if I was going to be able to get the results that I had been getting one-on-one. So it was a test pilot study with the Bears Paul Country Club members and the results are in. All right. I feel like I'm Amari. The results are in. <laughs> you gained distance off the tee. Congratulations. 
Okay. I'm just <laughs> yeah, it was, it was significant. It was very significant. At least, or everybody in the group. So out of all nine people in the two groups, everybody gained at least one thing in the right direction, whether it was distance off the tee, distance with the seven iron, or club head speed. Or the other one that we were measuring was average, meaning that we looked at the average of seven seven iron shot, or I'm sorry, the average of five seven iron shots and the average of five driver shots. And every single person in the group, at least one of those numbers increased. We had one person in the group where every single measurement improved. Um, the maximum distance gained was 41 yards off the tee. 41 yards. Yep. We started with a max driver distance of 181 yards back in January. And then when we retested it at the end of the 12-week program, he was hitting it 221 yards. Wow. And we had another guy whose average or actually it's the same guy, sorry, his average distance with the driver increased 60 yards. Wow. How's that possible if his maximum only increased 40, but his average increased 60? So he was hitting 180 yards every now and then, but majority of the time hitting 160 yards. Good job. <laughs> and I'm no math major here, You're but not. that was good. That was wow, good. Mm -hmm. I'm really impressed. <laughs> That is really good. <laughs> so explain it for everybody who didn't just follow that. Well, you just said it perfectly, meaning that on day one, it was sporadic, meaning some shots were in the 160s and then the best shot was in 180. So the overall average was very low mm -hmm. compared to... I don't know the actually let's use a number just for example. Let's say his average distance was 165 yards with the driver. Then when we did it at the end of the program, he was consistently hitting it 217 to 221. So all five shots were between 217 and 221. So the average is going to be 219, I guess. Mm -hmm. So looking at it from that way, then you can say whatever that difference is, was 60 yards. So again, don't hold me to those numbers. So whatever the dis the mm -hmm. difference was, was 60. That's significant. Yeah. Because sure. everybody, every amateur golfer out there gets a hold of one good shot around. Mm -hmm. Like that one good shot where it's like, man, got that one. But the problem is there's 99 other shots that happen in that round. So when we can increase the overall average, it dramatically changes your game. Awesome. So how do you how do you measure all this? So we use the TrackMan and on-site TrackMan. They have it's a it's a a simulator or ball tracker thing where it's portable. They're using it out on the driving range, so hitting real balls out into the driving range, and it measures all the data points at the beginning, and then we use the same exact device to use to do the retest at the end. So we're making sure that we're doing apples to apples, trying to keep everything as objective as possible, trying to minimize any type of variance or... Variables. Variables as mm -hmm. possible. Mm -hmm. And then during the program, were they out on the 
range every day or what, how did you help them? Well, before we get into that, let me finish with my statistics. Oh, okay. I didn't know you were still doing. So I was just talking about the maximum, the guy that hit it. He's the one that actually won the competition because we had a competition for it with a thousand dollar prize giveaway at the end. So whoever gained the most distance off the tee won a thousand dollar a prize valued at a thousand dollars, which is a custom fitting, a driver custom fitting and the driver from TrueSpec. Oh, wow. So he ended up winning it. But the overall average of all nine golfers, the overall average was an increase of 18 yards off of the tee and 13 yards with the seven iron. Oh, wow. Out of nine people. Out of nine people in a group setting. That's significant because what we've been claiming, our big claim to our our product is you're going to gain at least 20 yards off the tee with our one-on-one sessions. Mm-hmm. So going through the group setting, the average distance gained was 18 yards. Which is still very close to that individual number. <laughs> individual gain. It is, which is, that's probably one of the most rewarding things because Of course, the group settings are not going to be as valuable and beneficial as the one-on-one settings because a group setting, it's one size fits most versus the one-on-one settings is customized specifically for you. But the fact that we were able to gain an average of 18 yards off the tee in a group setting across nine golfers with varying uh, capabilities, meaning that one of the golfers won the club championship this year and last year, so he's back-to-back champion champion and then we've got other golfers that would be lucky to break a hundred a wide range of ages where the youngest golfer was 61 i believe it was and the oldest golfer was 81 so we've got a 20 year age Mm -hmm. difference through there and the fact that we were still able to get an average distance gained of that much that's significant in different ailments different injuries that you were working around yeah, all sorts of or things. With. Yeah, mm-hmm. all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. So it's huge. <laughs> How does someone know whether they should go for the individual or the group? It depends on how serious you are. And that's what I tell everybody because we had a couple of people when we were first setting this thing up initially, I had a couple of people on the fence on should I do the group session or should I do the one-on-one session? Well, it depends on how serious you want to be. Like, how much do you want to improve? That's the number one decision that you should consider whether or not you do the group setting or the one-on-one setting. And then the other question to ask is, how much do you want to spend on it? Because the group setting was significantly lower in cost than the one-on-one session. It's almost 50%, over 50% less for the group setting than it is on -on one-on-one. So if you're just an average golfer out there and you really don't care about being competitive and you just like to increase a little bit of distance off the tee and you're really not that serious, then the group setting is probably more appropriate for you. However, if you're frustrated, um, you don't want to move up tees because all of these older guys are moving up tees and getting a shorter and shorter course to play with. If you don't want to do that and you want to maintain competitiveness 
if you want to continue having lower handicaps or longer drives and shooting lower irons into the green, then you should go with the one-on-one session. I see. <laughs> I'm going to have to try it out myself. You are? <laughs> You're going to have to teach me how to hit the ball first. Yeah. Like that... make contact with the ball. <laughs> you have zero interest in playing golf. Yeah, I don't. Yes. Yeah, so, so we're, we're not going to waste our time trying to do this with you. True. When you get your tennis and pickleball program, then I'll be in. The tennis performance program coming your way soon. 2025. (laughs) All right. So now we're going to talk about what you do to help people gain the yards, the distance. Like, is it just hitting or are you working on mechanics, biomechanics, muscle activation, Okay, so before we get into that, the first thing that I have to tell you and everybody that's listening is the same thing that this is the first thing that I tell uh, all my head golf pros of all these country clubs is I am not a golf professional. I'm just a biomechanics expert, meaning that I'm not going to give you golf philosophy. I'm not giving you technique advice. I'm giving you straight up biomechanics. If I can get your body moving better and stronger, the ball is going to go farther. It's as simple as that. It is not easy, but it is that simple. Then once the ball is going farther, then that's up to you to go back to your head golf pro or whoever's coaching you on golf lessons and have them iron it out because your swing is going to be different. I'm not intentionally trying to change your swing. However, you will have a different swing by the end of the program than you do at the beginning of the program because your mobility is improving. Mobility is a combination of flexibility and strength. So we're getting you more flexible and more stronger. So you're going to be more mobile. When you're more mobile, you're able to hit the ball with more power than you did when you were less mobile. So in short, that's what we're working on. We're, tr- we're working on getting people more flexible and more stronger, specifically during the golf swing. So very sport-specific movements. Got it. And to go off of that is you had one, at least one, I don't know, maybe you had more, but I know this one specifically went into the golf performance program having a lot of back pain and actually told us last week that his back pain has significantly improved and is almost non-existent when playing golf, when playing a whole round of golf. So that wasn't your target to improve his back pain by doing this golf performance program, but because you were helping with activating the right muscles and getting stronger and more mobile, his back pain significantly reduced while playing as well. Yeah, and that was a huge one, absolutely huge one, because this particular gentleman that we're talking about, he has had back pain since his early 20s when he was medically discharged from the service because of his back issues. So he's had back pain his whole entire life. And then when he came to me for golf performance, the back pain was a limiting factor. However, he still just wanted to be able to hit the ball farther. So by using the right muscles at the right time during the golf swing, his back pain significantly improved. And then that translated over into the rest of his daily life to where it's to the point now where his back is feeling the best it's felt in 
he can't even remember, mm-hmm. like pre-service, so back in his teens. Yeah, it's awesome. Just by activating the right muscles. Activating the right muscles. Strengthening, getting the butt <laughs> stronger probably. Yeah, but it's it's not... I don't want people thinking that this is like an exercise thing because it's not like we're sitting there doing reps of squats and right. bridges and things like that. It's very functional things where let's get into the golf stance and just stand there. Now let's work on getting the core activated and the glutes activated. Let's make sure that your balance is appropriate. Make sure that your weight is not in your heels and it's evenly distributed amongst the whole entire foot, not just the heels. So just by doing little things like that, it's recruiting all your stabilizer muscles and your core muscles. When the stabilizers and the core muscles are working, the back is not being overworked. So when the back's not being overworked, it has a chance to heal and not flare up. Mm-hmm. At the same time that the ball is moving further because you have more power. Right. One of the funny things that I say is, as we've been going through this golf performance thing, I've had multiple people come up to me and say, I don't care if the ball goes farther. I just want to be able to play golf for as long as I want to, not until my back says that I can't play anymore. And I always say the same answer every single time. No problem at all. I'll help you out with your back pain. I'll help you out with fixing your back vulnerability. And you're going to have to accept the longer distance. (laughs) Going to have to accept both. Yeah, you're going to have to accept (laughs) it because by strengthening and making the back more stronger and less fragile, you're going to be hitting the ball with more power and the ball is going to go farther. So you're going to have to accept it. Sorry. Sorry about your luck. (laughs) Sorry, you're going to be more successful. Yep. Sorry (laughs) about that. (laughs) Awesome. What else? Well, I wanted to get those stats out there because right now we are currently taking, um, we're trying to get into a handful of other clubs for this summer. So if anybody's listening to this is interested in having me come out to your club on site and do a golf performance program on site, you got to reach out to me like now, like this week, because we're currently talking with a handful of other clubs. And once we reach our limit, meaning that I've only got X amount of hours in every day and every week, and if I'm traveling around to different clubs, it's really going to limit my ability on how many I can take this summer. But we do want to do a program this summer with at least two other clubs. We've currently got three in the process of getting scheduled. So if we had five total this summer, I think that we'll be pretty full. So five is probably our our limit. So if anybody's listening to this and interested in having me come out to your club and do a golf performance program this summer, a 12-week golf performance program, you got to let me know right now. How do they do that? (laughs) Do they call you? Do they send smoke signals? Carrier pigeons. Yeah. Okay. Carrier pigeons. Got no, it. email me, Dr. Berman at BermanPD.com or call or text 239-431-0232. Our contact information should be everywhere. On the show notes. Yes. Yep, should be everywhere. But reach out this week because we got to get these things solidified because we are starting June 1st at the absolute latest because that's going to take us June, July, and August and go from there. Cool. I'm excited for you. For all the people gaining distance off the tee is what I'm excited for. That's Not what for I, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't be excited for me. Be excited for them. Yeah, I am. And then 
they'll be the next on the TPC <laughs> or the Masters because <laughs> they're going to be that much better. Maybe the senior tour. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, there's a senior tour. Cool. Yeah, Is that where you're going to be too? <laughs> <laughs> One day I will be good enough. And by when that day comes around, it'll be time for the senior tour. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, stop it. We were watching the Masters, this past Masters, when uh, Scotty Scheffler won. And we're sitting there on Sunday watching it. And Jenny nonchalantly looks over at me and says, didn't you say a couple of years ago that you were going to be playing in the Masters by 2022 or something like that? <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> playing the Masters from your couch. Yeah, the goal has changed a little bit. To, it was actually your idea. You said, well, maybe you'll just be coaching somebody yeah. that is playing. I did. I did. I said, you're going to be on uh, on the tour, but as a coach. Yeah, I'll accept that. Oh, by the way, if anybody knows how to get a hold of Tiger, let me know because he needs the Berman method of golf performance. Somebody gets me in touch with him. We're coming back, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Does anybody know his number? There's got to be somebody. I mean, it used to be six degrees of separation. I think it's now two and a half because of social media and everything. I could see it. So Probably some true. yeah, so somebody put me in touch with Tiger. Deal. Got All it. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. So that was fun. Please forward this podcast to anybody that you think would be appropriate for this. So mainly golfers over the age of sixty. That's our perfect demographic for the Berman Method of Golf Performance. Forward this to them or point them in the right direction of my contact information. All right. That was fun. Thank you everybody for listening. See you next week. Ciao for now. See ya. Thank you very much for tuning in this week. For more information, please go to bermangolf.com. That's B as in boy, E-R-M-A-N, bermangolf.com. And check out a ton of stuff that we have there. Or even better, go to our socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. We're even on TikTok. Check us out everywhere. We've got tons of content going out every week. And please give us a thumbs up. Comment on the videos. Let me know what your questions are. Try to shoot holes in this. I'll do whatever I can to help you out the best that I can. Thank you, guys.